first lines. I'm your big brother. If I don't teach you this, who will? Smash his car window. I don't know, Trey. Quit being a little bitch! Get in! Ryan slams the door shut. Yeah! Ryan looks behind at the approaching cops. Come on, let's go, Ryan! Ryan gets inside. Yeah! Yo, you should see your face, man! About to crash. No, no, no! Everybody, hey. welcome to the Bro C. Just a few bros hanging around and broing down about the OC, our favorite teen drama. Just some bros shamelessly loving on one of the greatest teen dramedies um, ever made. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, totally. As one should. Yeah, yeah. So we're just here to spread the word. Uh, not that. <laughs> Not that the OC is uh, an anonymous show by any means, but uh, we're just here to spread the joy, rather. The excitement, the non-judgmental excitement that is involved in loving such a fantastic show. Yeah, we want to talk about the OC with friends that have seen the show, with friends that haven't seen the show, uh, with you guys. Um, so we're starting this podcast, and we welcome uh, everybody and anybody. Everyone. We want everyone to know how great and big our love is for the OC. We will also be talking about some guilty pleasures or shameless pleasures, stuff stuff that we love uh, and that could be considered uh, embarrassing or not the coolest stuff in the world, but certainly stuff that we're enthusiastic about and uh, that we want to promote uh, joy for. <laughs> really, really, it's just a, a coping mechanism for us um, <laughs> because... Everything that we love is great, including the OC. <laughs> but unfortunately, sometimes society doesn't feel that that's the norm. And I feel like this is a great opportunity for all, all us to just get it out there. Yep. You know? Um, yep. Uh, and and just, just kind of confide in one another. Um, I just realized we should probably introduce ourselves. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> uh, I'm Roxy. I'm Ryan. Yes. Not to be confused with Ryan Atwood no. from the show, The OC. I mean... They can't see you, so they oh. don't really know who you are. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if I was just if if it was based off of a true story? Like Ben McKenzie is just like an <laughs> actor that looks exactly like the real person Ryan Atwood. Yeah, that would be great. Ooh. Well, we don't know. We we have we'll, we'll I guess <laughs> we'll never. Well, no, no one will ever see this face. I stay locked inside all day long. Uh, I'm a graphic designer. I'm a musician. Uh, Ryan is a wonderful human being and uh, hey. teacher. <laughs> hey, it's it's mutual. I, I am, am not in the industry, which is weird. I, I'm an educator, but I love art, uh, you know, in media and mm -hmm. and and uh, and television, anything, anything fantastic I love. Who doesn't? So, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, so here we are. Um, today, we'll be talking about... Season one, episode one, very aptly titled Pilot. <laughs> very mm. creative. And here is the episode description from the uh, DVD pamphlet. Episode one, Pilot. Just a freeways drive away and yet worlds apart. 
Rejected by his parents after a brush with the law, Brian Atwood moves temporarily into the pool house of his attorney's posh Newport Beach home and finds both friends and foes among the privileged OC youth. If, if you want to watch this episode, um, please feel free to do so, and you can watch it for free on the cwseed.com. Or, um, if your money bags, McGee, yeah. and you pay the seven ninety nine for Hulu, mm-hmm. um, you can also view it on Hulu. Uh, all the seasons are up. They're up. Uh, you know, it's great, and if you're, like, wildly wealthy up in the hills wealthy <laughs> and have the Hulu membership without commercials, well, then you're just great. And then great for you. We're but, very happy. <laughs> but if you're a regular human, uh, you can watch the CW Seed. Please feel free to watch along because um, it'll make it way more fun, uh, especially if you haven't seen it before. Woo! Woohoo! Yeah, let's get it. Let's get into this first episode in which literally 20 million things happen. It's <laughs> absolutely insane, which which is really the purpose of of, of a pilot, right? Like, it's to yeah. introduce all the characters, the conflict. It's 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 just so densely packed with information, with drama. We go through jail, rich girls next door, nerdy, uncomfortable outcasts, and you know, a perfect slash not so perfect family. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot there's a lot going on. So let's get into this episode. We are introduced to the world of the OC. Through Ryan Atwood's eyes, Ooh. a poor uh, but beautiful boy from Chino. <laughs> Chino, California. Yep. One thing that struck me while watching this episode was uh, kind of how dated everything looks. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's only 2003. Like, this episode aired August 5th of 2003, and everything just looks... So old already. Well, I think I think what happened was that like we watched it on the DVD version because mm-hmm. obviously as like as like you know crazy fans we own we, own. The, we both own the DVD sets. Yeah. Um, this one, which I think I purchased in two thousand four, mm-hmm. um, or whenever it came out, um, and it, it's full screen. Yes. So it doesn't help <laughs> that you're watching it in full screen when literally everything's widescreen and. Uh, it's it's almost like the production like like was this pilot made earlier than two thousand three? Oh, for sure, probably a year before I would say. Yeah, yeah. so I, I could see that being a part of the datedness, and also I haven't watched this since like I watched first season, which was maybe yeah two thousand four two thousand five mm-hmm. time. So it was a while for me, and going back and looking at it and being like, oh my god. This was, like, it felt so relevant, obviously, at the time. Oh, yeah, for sure. But now it's like, oh, geez. Yeah. We're old now. Old, old (laughs) AF, guys. There's not even any iPhones. Oh, Oh, boy. I know. Oh, we'll get into that later. We'll talk about all the Razor phones that we've seen in this episode. (laughs) Not even. There's no Razors in this season. There's no Raiders? No, not yet. Not yet. We, I I think, uh, I think Sandy, (laughs) this is TMI, Uh, spoiler (laughs) alert, Sandy Cohen gets a Razor cell phone in season three. (laughs) And oh Kirsten God, Cohen forgot. gets a crazer. <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a thread on cell phones. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> very important things yeah, we're thank, talking thank about God here. I kept the, those nuggets of info. Um, but yes, it's it, it it is it is dated. Uh, we'll give you that. It's great. It really uh, sometimes dating things helps in the enjoyment of it, and I think in this case it definitely does. Nostalgia. 
so this episode starts with a bang. Literally, uh, Ryan and his brother are stealing a car. Uh, what struck me about this scene the most, I think, is the ginormous Chino mural. <laughs> like, uh, just to really put us in the scene uh the, i think the art department like just painted a giant like mural of chino just to be like we're in chino guys if you weren't sure where you were now you know now you, now know. you know if you can read old english font yeah <laughs> which most people can uh you're in chino we're in chino uh and these boys are just so bad at stealing cars you know like uh they're very loud about it uh there's literally nobody else on the street and they still manage to get caught by the police well it's it's a very lit location i feel like i feel like most people are smart enough to steal a car in the dark right in like in like a, a shaded area <laughs> Although it is in a populated area, so we'll give them that, right? Yeah. There's not too many people around. Right. But then uh, they really just <laughs> really don't do a good job. <laughs> they don't follow through very well. Um, and yeah, as a result, Ryan goes to jail, and we see what a bad influence his brother is on him. We, we get some context into his life. Um, Trey, this isn't Trey's first rodeo. This isn't Trey's first rodeo. Also, this, isn't, this is the first uh, actor to p- portray Trey. Yes. Trey Trey. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Trey gets replaced by a different actor later on in the season in the series. Spoiler alert. Um, if you were really, really, really into fond Trey. Of yeah. Trey's <laughs> acting, Trey One. Trey One goes away. Sorry, guys. Um, so yeah, they both go to jail. Ryan goes to juvenile jail, I assume. Which they say juvie. Juvie, yeah. Juvie <laughs> about. Um, and here is where we meet Sandy. Oh, Sandy Cohen. My heart. One of the best characters on the show. Uh, consistently. Consistently. You know, just a good old guy from the Bronx. You know, he know he's been through some hard times himself. Really relates to Ryan. Um, sees a kid with potential and, and really just wants to help him out. And, and um, they, they do a bit of bonding in this jail scene. Um, I think we could call it a bromant. Yes. Yes. Oh. And uh, the, fir- the first bromant, I mean, aside from stealing a car with your brother, but <laughs> this, would, this is a true, like, heartwarming bromant. Yes. Um, let's just get this out of the way. Okay. Peter Gallagher. Yep. He's got some eyebrows on oh, him. Oh, my God. He's got... Some great eyebrows mm. on him. Always everyone's comment, right? He's yep. got those great eyebrows. We saw him in While You Were Sleeping. Yep. <laughs> um, we saw them in uh, in uh, Mr. Deeds. <laughs> uh, oh, boy, you know, we sure did. We, we see him everywhere. They're great. Um, we would all admit we'd love to rub our cheeks up against them <laughs> softly and slowly. Well, uh, in, you know, in, in some more than others, but sleep, yeah. <laughs> sleep against them, you know, while you listen to classical music. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but that's not just what makes him great. This no. This is a fantastic character. Not but anyway. Just the eyebrows. Yes. He has so much more to offer. Um, so Sandy, we see Sandy bond with Ryan, and he takes him outside, gets him out of jail, because he's a... Um, public you, defender. Yes, he's a public defender. So this is truly the first overly over-the-top dramatic moment. Ryan's mom rolls in in her terrible, shitty, beat-up car to pick up Ryan. And, of course, she's a crazy mess. <laughs> it's it, it's great. I mean, you know, it is a 1970 Chevy Monte Carlo, so if it was done up oh. nicely, it would be great. But, uh-huh. yes, 
It's just this total garbage scene rolls up on the curb, just <laughs> mess, just stumbles out. Just a starts mess. Starts screaming, embarrassing herself. This is the opposite. Guys, this is the opposite of I the I mean, hills. Chino Hills is right next door. It's a very lovely <laughs> suburb if you haven't been before. Well, you know, to the OC, to Newport Beach, Chino is apparently the trashiest place according to this pilot yeah i wonder if if um if josh schwartz just hated chino well you know that what they they said that it was that that he originally had the idea it was inspired by being around all the wealthy people when he was at usc university of southern california Mm -hmm. um and i wonder if maybe that isn't maybe his perception but maybe like the perception of people at usc is like oh Oh, from Chino, not in the middle of like <laughs> South LA, where where the university is located. Um, oh man! You know, I, I mean, I hope not. I uh, hope people are more open minded than that. No, you know? maybe uh, maybe there's just maybe it's an unwritten rule. If you go to USC, you gotta hate Chino. We'll ask. Uh, we'll ask her at USC. We'll ask, yes. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll get back to you guys on that. Um, <laughs> so we get a we get a glimpse of Ryan's family life through his you know terrible mom who's like screaming at him to get in the car and come back home with her. And I mean, you know, I it's understandable she'd be upset that he got put in jail for stealing a car. I mean, as a mom, that's something that you'd be upset about. But clearly, she's not a model mom. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, so Sandy quickly realizes this, slips his card to Ryan, mm-hmm. and you know, if you need anything, mm-hmm. you know, I'll take care of you forever. We also get a glimpse of Ryan's home life with his mom and his mom's boyfriend. Uh, just literally, just very stereotypically trashy people. T- apartment that's totally disgusting uh they just they just really spare no uh uh, they leave nothing to the imagination for us here (laughs) not at all i mean yeah yeah drunk stepdad you know punches him in the face pissed off you know they just start yelling immediately um and then mom just goes crazy i want you out of the house Mm -hmm. you know i love this terrible monster the the that's a a human-sized rat (laughs) That That's I a need good to description. Keep around, you know, yeah. uh, so we want you out of here. Yeah. He does a kick slide on his, on his BMX and rides right out of there to the payphone. To the payphone. Calls all his friends. Nobody wants to, you know, have him for the evening. Now, when you got when you get only Chino friends, yep. they don't want you to stay at their no. garbage house. <laughs> Everybody in Chino sucks. Chino sucks. Everybody in Chino sucks. Uh, that's what the OC wants us to believe. Not true. Um, and so he has no recourse but to call Sandy because Sandy gave him his card. And, of course, because Sandy is the best human being in the world, he comes and picks up Ryan and brings him back to the Cohen house. In Newport in Beach. Newport Beach. The opposite of Chino, the most beautiful place where everybody's shiny and looks great. <laughs> so opposite. So opposite that I bet if we were to look up the commute... From Chino to Newport Beach, it would be two and a half hours. <laughs> it's, it's definitely two and a half hours. With traffic, 100% two and a half hours. So, uh, <laughs> so opposite that you have to drive forever. Forever. You have to just drive forever. Yeah. You just have to die. <laughs> Newport Beach is heaven. Uh, of course. 
We see the beautiful house they live in. Uh, we meet Kirsten, Sandy's wife. You know, she's very reluctant at first. Skeptical. Very skeptical. But she caves in because she's also a nice, wonderful human being and, like, gets Ryan towels and toothbrushes. And we also find out, too, though, that Sandy clearly has his qualms about Newport because, as we know, he's from the Bronx. He's kind of... Uh, assimilating into this Newport lifestyle because he's married to Kirsten, who's, you know, very familiar with it. Like, both of them are kind of the alternative members of the Newport community. They're not fake. They're not, they don't, they're not materialistic. Which is so great. Um, And, and, and the, the loveliest part is that, you know, Sandy sees himself in, in Ryan, right? He's cut from the same cloth. Yeah. You know, he is smart kid, good grades, you know, just just got a bad home life. Yep. Right? And he, he just wants to help him. You guys get it. It's literally what you see. <laughs> it's literally what you <laughs> see. It's the simplest plot line. <laughs> and we're explaining it here in depth for yeah. you. Yep. So so then Ryan's Ryan's hanging out Ryan's at the edge of the driveway out. now. He's like, gotta kill some time. Let me smoke some cigarettes like a real bad kid. He's a bad boy, everybody. Bad old boy. <laughs> smoking down at the edge of the driveway. And he looks over and sees the girl next door, Marissa hey. Cooper. And hey. I just want to play a little bit a little clip of their exchange. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Here it is. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I love that. (laughs) Like, not didn't work at all. No. Um, Um, Okay. Okay, weirdo. Um, Uh, But it's just, it's just great. It's one of those moments that, like, clearly a sixteen-year-old would like think is cool, but just comes off as like weird and creepy. (laughs) Oh, totally. He's and he's so so dramatic. I mean, we're gonna talk a lot about Ben McKenzie's portrayal of Ryan Atwood. Sure. Um, and just how overwhelmingly dramatic it is. Yeah. The glances. Um, The 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 head tilt. Head tilt. Um, like to the point of where you're very concerned if all of his vertebrae are in line. Yeah. Um, I hope so, Ben. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Clearly, they really like each other because they're giving each other doe eyes. And, you know, uh, Marissa invites him to the charity event that's going on. It's a charity fashion show that's going to happen the next day, I believe. Um, And she just, like, happens to mention it to him as, like, hey, you should come to this. And then, quickly, we see the next character introduced, Luke. Luke, the Boyfriend. Luke pulls up in his GMC truck with the lift kit, surfboards <laughs> on top. Wow, you're Puka, quite the car man. Oh, uh, well, it's actually, um, it's like, a, I think it's a, probably a 2001 GMC okay. Sierra. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, yeah. You know, if we're going to be specific here. <laughs> if you guys have any questions um, about cars, uh, just tweet <laughs> at us and uh, just put hashtag Ryan loves cars. <laughs> I them. I love them. Um, and the movie Cars. But um, <laughs> like any human being with a heart. Uh, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so he pulls up total OC douchebag. Total douche. Like just glares at Ryan and then speeds off. Yeah. Like, oh, clearly we got some competition here. Yeah. All right. Very typical, you know, soap opera arc. Yeah, here, they're setting know? up a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of romance. This is the first love triangle. These OC we're dogs. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's talk real quick about how Ryan now gets to live in the pool house. Uh, which is kind of just like a dream living situation. Like even now for me as a full grown adult, I'm like, man, I wish I could live in that pool house. <laughs> right? I mean, it's it's so unreal. It literally yeah. is unreal. It's yeah. not a real place. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a, a it's, set. It's a fabricated set. Well, th- well, no. In the in the pilot episode, they filmed on location in Malibu. Oh. Um, and they built. A pool house. So there was not an actual pool house there. There was an infinity pool, you know, whatever. An infinity pool that overlooks the ocean, (laughs) the largest ocean in the world. Um, And uh, and no, but that was fabricated just for the episode. And they took it down and then rebuilt it in the studio later on once they were signed on. Um, But yeah, so that, that, right? I know. So cool. But obviously, sick pool house. I'm sure one exists somewhere. That looks um, exactly like it. Exactly <laughs> like it. Some rich nerd probably built it. Yeah. Um, to be exactly to the specs of the OC. Yes, but of course, stark contrast from you know the the literal dump that he was living in. Yeah. In and he seems unfazed. Yeah, it's but you know that's that's his character, right? That's his character, mm-hmm. man of few words, limited affect. Uh, let's talk about Seth and Ryan. Ooh. The new best friends of the OC. Oh, um, the start of a new bromance. Start of a new bromance. Ryan meets Seth playing video games the next morning. We see Seth is just very annoying <laughs> and very awkward right off the bat. Uh, just gets way too overexcited about everything and uh, just really, really wants to be Ryan's friend because as we come to find out, He's kind of an outcast, doesn't have many friends. Yeah, and I have to say one thing about the way that they portray Seth in the pilot is is just very unlikable. If, if you're listening and you've watched the entire series, you know, mo- like most people are, <laughs> are very avid fans of Seth Cohen, or some maybe some aren't, but yeah. he's he's fantastic. At least I, I love the character Seth Cohen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so unlikable, they make him... Like this terrible person, like even just looking at him, the way that he responds, just with his like his just mouth agape, yeah, and <laughs> and and, uh, and just this kind of spoiled like ninny mm-hmm. boy, he's like nerd. a little baby, yeah, he's a bit that's of a like baby. constantly complaining, like yeah. it's it it actually made me dislike him a little bit, but I wonder if that was their intent in the in the pilot. Well, I think I think initially, uh, Fox wanted to get rid of the character of Seth Cohen. What? Yeah. No. Which is insane to even think about because I don't think they would have gotten to four seasons if they had not just like would they held like, on to self. Would they have going. killed him off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> how do you get rid of Seth Cohen? I don't know. But like after after the pilot, I guess you know uh, they could have somehow figured out how to get rid of him. But yeah, that's I read that and I was just blown away oh. because it doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, Seth ends up being. My favorite character. So to see him in his first episode, like not the Seth that I've grown to love is just very strange. Um, There's a marked difference there for sure. Fantastic. Yep. Oh, man. And then we uh, we stumble upon uh, what is it? The the Marissa's 
Marissa's family. Yep. Right? We 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 clip to Marissa. We meet uh, Julie Cooper. Julie. And oh. uh, Jimmy Cooper. Her parents. Um, her parents. Yep. Uh, Julie's just classic, just horrible mom. Classic. <laughs> she thinks she's doing a great job and looking out for her daughter, but she's just really mean and passive aggressive. <laughs> just makes a comment about Marissa's hair right away that's just like, oh man, give her a break. She's just a young woman. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it fits so perfectly in just that that um, OC aesthetic. And, and she does it famously. Like, she's so good at it. She's so, she's so good, good at being at an awful person. Um, <laughs> and then we see Jimmy Cooper, who has that little bit of, you know, kind of charm that, that Kirsten and Sandy do. Yes. But he's so high-strung oh about what we, what we start to see this this very dark like financial crisis that he's in yep. like off the bat we get an idea that that they're a family that has some skeletons in their closet just a tiny little skeleton <laughs> a giant one mm-hmm. um, yeah not, not not stacks of dollars no no siree. this very event just kind of kickstarts Jimmy Cooper's like entire emotional situation for the whole show or at least for this episode but for the next few episodes where he's just feels like he's constantly having a breakdown like just when we see him or cut to him he's just like oh oh god uh hey uh, how's it going uh (laughs) yeah I don't think an adjective exists to describe Jimmy Cooper like I think it's just ah yeah oh god Oh jeez, uh, like like Gil from The Simpsons is the perfect <laughs> like comparison yeah, yeah. to to that. Like I can't I can't think of a word though that just describes like total mess. Yeah, that just, is like you know we call Don who's who's Ryan Atwood's mom mm-hmm. a total mess, but like he's like the rich version of Ryan Atwood's mother. Yeah, but just. Just, yeah, like just rich and... <laughs> and can't handle and it. can't handle it, like just cannot handle his emotions, no. has no self-regulation whatsoever. Nothing. Uh, which is great because as much as the uh, kids go through a lot of dramatic moments and embarrassing things, uh, it's nice to have a balance with the parents so also just being like not having their shit together. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's great. Can we... Let's talk real quick about two... Very, very poignant bromance. Ooh, uh, those are my favorites. Bromance, you know, moments where characters bro down and really just uh, uh, connect on a deep level. Um, there's one where Ryan and Seth go sailing. And we find out Seth loves sailing. He wants to sail. But the most important part of this scene, I think, is us finding out that he names his boat after Summer Roberts, a girl he's been in love with forever. And we know that Seth is like kind of a loser. (laughs) And so there's no way he's ever interacted with this girl. And I'm going to play this clip real quick um, because I think it's great. You won't get lonely? Well, I'll have summer with you. You're going to take this to Tahiti. pretty stoked yeah she has no idea i've never talked to her before 
That's so sad. <laughs> so sad. It's so dark and sad. It's so and dark terrifying. and sad. Well, it's it's a great. I think it's just a great encapsulation of kind of what it's like to be a teenager and just be completely sort of uh basically this is like his whole world and like this is the most important thing to him like this girl that like he just wants her to know he exists and young love yes and this is just having that perspective like just that very narrow perspective of like this is the most important thing ever nothing else will be more important than this um and it's just such a great nugget of information into a, like a teenager's life and specifically just Seth Cohen's life. Yeah. Oh, you know, teenagers everywhere just naming their personal sailboats <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after, right, right. after their <laughs> high school crushes. You know, that, 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 that almost seems as bad as like, is like putting a name as a tattoo on you. I oh yeah. But maybe it, that's, that's like a really easy thing. You just call a guy, you got a guy in the <laughs> OC that'll just repaint your boat real quick for you. For sure. You just do so vinyl lettering on the outside. Oh, really? You take it off, put it back. Sorry, on. everyone. We got a graphic designer here who knows how to. What 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 are the car wrap things you could even do? You for could real? do a car yeah, wrap. You could do a car a wrap on a boat. A boat wrap. <laughs> a boat wrap. Perfect. Sorry, a, guys. I'm delicious. a graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel be the need. Sorry for who you are. <laughs> But it's so hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's it's great. I, I kind of like it. Broman number two. Uh, Sandy showing Ryan how to tie a tie. Oh, they're getting ready for the They're for getting the, for ready the gala? for the charity fashion the charity show. Fashion the show, one that you. Marissa invited Ryan to earlier. He, he's got to go. Yes. And so I think Sandy convinces both Ryan and Seth that they should go. So they're they're getting ready. And Sandy just just parentally shows Ryan how to tie a tie, which is just such a great moment because they've already bonded. We know that um, we know that Sandy likes Ryan, but it's just it solidifies that bond of like, hey, I'm going to take care of you. It's pretty that was pretty precious. I mean, although I will say I don't think I was really ever tying a tie until much later in life, probably at that age, too. Oh, like, yeah. There yeah. was never a moment where I was like, well, I got to tie this tie to go to, you know, eighth grade. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> was never it was like sweatpants, basketball shorts. Uh-huh. You know, logo tees, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, hoodies. Like you weren't the you weren't the kid who wore like a full suit every day to no, eighth grade. No, <laughs> unfortunately not. You know, back in back in the uh, late nineties, early two thousands, that really wasn't a big thing. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think people cared about what they looked. Maybe not in the Midwest. Yeah, um, yeah. Midwest, Midwest is like half the year you're just wearing like seven jackets yeah. to keep warm. <laughs> exactly. So it, no one cares about what you look. So, no. but maybe that's different in the OC. So well, that's why you must feel like an outsider. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, for sure. But a lovely moment. Um. So we then end up at the, at the charity fashion show. Yes. Yeah? Ooh. Yes. This is the event where kind of everything happens. Um, we see the best and worst of the OC here. Um, you know, it's a charity event that clearly the girls have put together. Marissa is the one hosting it. Um, and her and her friend Summer, who, we, as we've learned, uh, uh, Seth uh, is really in love with and is, just happens to be Marissa's best friend. And uh, it's great because they're doing something for charity. But, of course, it's the OC, so there's a seedy underbelly to this whole thing. There's a lot of drama happening a lot of characters going through a lot of things um 
First of all, all the ladies there just just hit on Ryan instantly as if they're just pouncing on him. A new boy. <laughs> Ooh, oh, let's get him. <laughs> oh, yeah. So many, so many terrible stereotypes solidified oh, yeah. within this. I mean, not just within like like rich, you know, community, socioeconomic community, but just like, oh, I'm a lady. Ooh, and an outsider boy. Ooh, oh, I do. <laughs> Let me drop my, my neckerchief. Um, oh, so boy. hilariously predictable. Yeah. Uh, we see, you know, the little snippet of uh, of uh, Ryan's danger. You know, he orders a, a seven and seven. Classic Atwood drink, as we'll come Classic to find out. trashy Chino garbage. <laughs> garbage Seagram. water. Seagram's uh, Seagram Seven and Seven Up. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just so so delicious. <laughs> um, we also come to see Summer for the first time. Uh, yes, and she is Team Summer. Team Summer. We, I mean, just kind of like Seth, paralleling Seth a little bit here. She starts off as like, oh God, she's kind of terrible, but she grows into like such a rich and awesome character oh, uh, for sure. throughout the show. I, don't, um, I mean, I, I love her from the get go. I think it's, <laughs> I think she's fantastic. She's great. And she just she doesn't was, care. She she's was like, also um, just going to be a supporting character as well, right? Yes. She, like, she was going to be in like the first four episodes or something. And yeah. then they were like. No, we got to go with this girl. Which I didn't realize until I had rewatched this episode, and it says, like, featuring Rachel Bilson. Yes. And, and, like, my, my eyes did a very cartoonish, what? <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so thank God they kept her on, because yeah. she's absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. One of the faves, for sure. For sure. Um, let's talk real quick about... Uh, Something that's addressed kind of immediately, and it's Marissa's sadness and her subsequent drinking. Oh, jeez, right? <laughs> she just, just downs them like nobody's business. Like she, uh, a summer walks into the dressing room and backstage at this fashion show and is just like, guess what I got? And like pulls out a giant bottle of vodka and Marissa's like, I already have some. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, like, like it's it. Well, what's the funny part was summer comes with like it's like a half finished bottle of champagne. Yeah, and it's like oh no way, and then Marissa's like oh here's my fucking rifle of you know <laughs> stoli. Of vodka yeah. stoli like yeah. I like I'm gonna get super trash yeah like like next level up past the champagne uh, like in such a, an example of exactly who their characters are like. Oh, I'm I'm ridiculous. Oh, I'm I'm gonna be next level ridiculous, but it's hidden in my purse. <laughs> yeah, she's so we. She this is not her first rodeo. She's had that stole just regularly in her purse uh, for a, you know several times a week probably, um, which. Considering Julie's just constant criticism, uh, feels uh, not appropriate, but uh, slightly understandable. <laughs> oh my gosh, so uh, good! Oh my, uh, my, and one of my favorite parts—I almost totally forgot. Um, Ryan goes to the bathroom, and uh, Jimmy Cooper is throwing a tantrum. Oh my like, gosh! Because he—he's some type of money man. Yeah. I'm not sure. I didn't grow <laughs> grow up around money or money men, but apparently he. He deals with money yep. and men that have it. Yep. And this man, who's a money man, wanted to get some of his money from this other money man, Jimmy mm-hmm. Cooper. Um, and he just <laughs> money, money. Like he's he's just throwing this. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, 
in, in in the in the stall, and Ryan's just like, "What the hell?" Is yeah, going Ryan on? walks in as Jimmy's just having a full on breakdown in a bathroom stall, and like right as Jimmy is like tearing the toilet paper holder off of oh. the <laughs> the toilet stall, just like. Oh God! And like starts just bawling, and and Ryan's just like, okay, I just pretend like nothing's happening. Absolute okay. gold, just like so good. Just what a palatable like emotional breakdown. Like and and now he's kind of aware that like something's going on with Marissa's dad, you know. So yeah, he's but getting also some insight. Like a, like a nice a nice um you know a kind of similarity that he probably is like oh like this place seems like a fairy tale like mm-hmm. ridiculous land that's completely different when really is it just like Chino ah. except you know you're not screaming over the side of your car in front of the jail but yeah. you're, just throw, <laughs> you're just crying in a in a men's bathroom it's like putting up uh put putting lipstick on a pig the pig being chino and Ooh. the lipstick being fancy <laughs> shit. Is, that, is that a real saying yes <laughs> <laughs> no it is it is i put, love putting that. lipstick on a pig i'm using um, that so yeah we see that happening we also see seth trying to like get in with summer and uh, unfortunately, Summer notices Ryan because she thinks he's cute and is like, hey, we're going to a party. You guys should come with or you should come with. And then Seth just kind of pops up like, oh, oh OK, oh, I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they end up going to this wild and crazy party. This uh, just filthy amazing <laughs> like just every like teenage dream stereotypical party. like yeah. in, uh, so they're they're all getting drunk it's at this house that's like literally on the beach and it's someone who clearly doesn't have parents Holly they just yes Holly. Holly Holly her name is Holly and she's just just seems like a crazy party animal just that typical <laughs> You know, um, SoCal beach girl who doesn't have parents. Yep. Um, and all this money. No on the supervision. Beach. No, so everyone's <laughs> just getting lit. lit. Um, Actually, I, when Seth walks in, uh, li- they literally walk through the door, and then Seth goes, "Oh, cocaine? Huh, cool." <laughs> they're they're like they're doing coke in front of the front door. Sixteen-year-olds yeah. doing cocaine. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, so, for some people, that may be a normal thing. Uh, but sure. not for me or you, I but guess. But that's yeah. that's maybe that that's that's what they're trying to appeal. Like these these SoCal kids are real. They're <laughs> messed up. Did you think when you were watching this initially, were you like, "This is real. Like this must be what it's like." Oh, one hundred percent. California. <laughs> yeah, like like this was like. Everything's on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everything, literally everything is right next to the beach. You, you would know someone with a boat, so you could just go out on your boat all the time. Yep. And Everybody just, was rich. Yeah, 50% <laughs> of your time is just spent being in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like near the ocean. And, and drinking near the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That is kind of what it's like. (laughs) Let's not lie to everybody. That's that's our full-time job in LA right now. (laughs) Drinking on the beach. Driving an hour and a half to the beach. Um, Sometimes two hours. Jealous. Paying $20 to park at the beach. Uh, It's Uh, it's real. Oh, gosh. 
Well, yeah, you know, I mean, of course, they're having this super stereotypical party. Ooh, um, they get drunk, right? They get drunk. There's oh, red solo cups everywhere. Perfect. Still relevant today. There's cell phones that flip phones, flip phones uh, excuse me, that are just so 2003. Oh, man, um, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but flip phones were great. Like just the <laughs> just the emotional urgency of buy and that snap that that's just snap like uh, see you later snap like you don't have that anymore there's no. not even like like any tactile feedback great i mean you iPhone. know if you also love cell phones uh just uh, tweet love, at us so hashtag me too you've already learned a lot about me everyone i yeah. love cell phones and cars yep uh and very predictable plot lines yeah <laughs> yeah uh as do i also, I just want to talk about real quick uh, how all of the actors portraying teenagers on the show are at least in their like early to mid 20s. And so especially like somebody like Luke just looks so funny when you're trying to be convinced that he's like 16 and he just looks 25. It's it's one of the best like kind of cheesy like tropes in teen dramas is everybody's so old yet they're like playing all these young people well yeah just in hollywood in general right like what's that not another teen movie where they like mock the fact that they have like the 40 year old like you know like (laughs) i have not seen that movie really yeah i have not seen it it was a hit (laughs) it was for the the five of you that went out to see it um it was great luke is just clearly a, an idiot and just a, a terrible boyfriend he hits on holly the girl the girl is holly yeah right yeah that they kind of allude to like them you know getting it on on the beach yes which then leads us to the fight the right? fight there, or another fight another fight right? there's What's a the, lot of fights been a few <laughs> fights a already fight. um yeah luke starts picking on seth um, because he thinks he doesn't belong there. And uh, Ryan intervenes, starts throwing punches like they do in Chino. <laughs> that's, what you, that's how you solve your problems in the hood. Yes. Uh, we are now really seeing Ryan and Luke go at it, but we know they have previous animosity because of... Boys will be boys. Yep. Yeah. So this, this just gives them a chance to kind of work it out a little bit, you know, really get in each other's faces. This is more than just about Seth. Um, And we realize, you know, Ryan and Seth are kind of outcasts now. But what was great about this is that Ryan is now kind of bonded with Seth as well. Um, They're friends. He came to his rescue. Stuck up for his boy. Stuck up for his boy. Huge bromant there. Great. You know, Seth reveals his embarrassing stuff about Summer. Ryan helps him out uh, during a fight. It's great. This Ryan's friendship whole is life happening. is embarrassing. Yeah, Ryan's so whole life is they're even now. And Seth and Ryan go back to the pool house, and Seth is just beside himself because this is the first party he's ever attended. And they're wasted. They're wasted. Oh man, teenage drunk. Oh, uh, and it's you know Seth's first time being drunk, which is like good for you, Seth. You'd finally did something. <laughs> Uh, we've we've never seen you do anything before this, so great. Uh, he does he does mention being on Summer's radar, um, which is funny, but also one track mind, bro, one track mind. Like like you know your first or second crush, like when you have a crush in high school and you're just like, okay, every action, every move that I make is gonna be 
watched very closely <laughs> yeah. by whoever this person is. Yeah. And like, even just like that, even if it's just like a, hey, like you're an eye contact, like, oh my God, oh my God, we're in love yeah. and we're going to get married and have matching Camaros. Yeah. And, you know, just the, the, the that's dream. A, that's a glimpse into my teenage brain. Oh, matching Camaros. Matching Camaros. You <laughs> Hashtag know, car guy. Matching Camaros, you know, and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. T-tops. I mean, hey, did it happen for you? <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> Ryan has two Camaros. I actually, yes, yes. So let's talk about Jimmy and Kirsten, huh? Ooh, um, that's right. Yeah. They, oh, they dropped this in the first episode. They do. Ah, yep. I totally forgot. Yep. Yep. So they, they're talking in, in Jimmy's front yard. Um, and you clearly there's some tension there. There's some history. There's some, you know, that something's happened in the past between the two of them. Uh, (laughs) one funny thing that I noticed was that, uh, Jimmy has this uh, golden retriever next to him, uh, that they like address and pet and uh, interact with. And uh, we don't see that dog for the rest of the Never show. again. <laughs> like that dog disappeared. <laughs> that is a ghost dog. I think, uh, to my recollection, uh, don't quote me on it, but I believe we just never see this dog again. Um, really funny uh, thing happens in the middle of their conversation. It's it's another like very typical like Jimmy like oh god oh, well you know I'm just like you know having some troubles and uh, uh. and then that gets interrupted abruptly by Julie Uh. Cooper, (laughs) Uh, which gives you like a glimpse of their relationship. Oh, do you have a clip of that? I absolutely have a clip of that. (laughs) It's so, so funny. Uh, And this is why we love, this is why we love hate Julie. Here we go. Jimmy, honey, did you get my froyo? No, I forgot. Uh, I'll, I'll go back. Pistachio. Thanks, sweetie. Hi, Kirsten. Pistachio. Hi, Kirsten. Uh, It's so, like, so she's just such, like, a demanding human, just, like, clearly just, like, living off of Jimmy's money, and, like, it was just such a funny, like, uh, interjection into the scene, like, that kind of, kind of saved it for me, honestly. Like, Jimmy and Kirsten in the scene are kind of both bummers and, like, a little it, it was a little too dramatic for me yeah uh fast forward right yeah, but yeah. that that's what makes julie cooper so lovable yeah like it's so fantastic she's just like <laughs> she's just doing her really hard that was great um, Ooh, when do we get to to black out marissa does that did that ha- does that happen like quickly after yes that happens quickly after well there's a there's a lot of cutting between the party and jimmy and kirsten talking but um yeah that's actually coming that's actually next um uh (laughs) after jimmy and kirsten talk about the good old times and you know uh uh, reminisce sadly pack their Uh, faces with pistachio froyo (laughs) off screen we don't see that sadly (laughs) You know, if, if only that didn't make the cut. I really want to live vicariously through somebody eating <laughs> pistachio. Wait, is it froyo. pistachio flavored, or is it is it pistachios like on top of froyo? I think it's I think it's flavored. Listen, I'm not a froyo guy. Oh, you're not. I'm not. Why I, not? Why not? You're in California. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like the I feel like the froho thing, the froho, the froyo thing. Froho. I live in froho, guys. Where my froho's at? Yeah, it's uh, it's in the front of Hollywood. Froho. Um, but uh, no, I, I feel like that was like a big thing, you know, maybe in 2010. Is it is Froyo still a big thing? I don't. I feel like it's everyone around. talked about it. It's like oversaturated now because there's like uh, there's Pinkberry and there's uh, Munchies and there's um, uh, Yogurtland and like something else. There's like Ugh. 20 million different Froyo brands, but they're all the same. You just walk in and like put like it's like self serve. No, like I in can't a handle tub. the. I no Pinkberry. They do it for you. I yes. can't handle the self serve things. Why not? What's because like. People touch it. People touch those things. Oh yeah, but like, I mean, like when it comes out of the thing, though, like nobody's touched that. Yeah, no. People people take the last, like fleck of it. You know, ha- you what? haven't ever seen these people. Ooh, no. they're animals. Oh my god. You, is, is this gonna scar me for life? Well, yeah. Clearly, if you didn't know, now didn't you're gonna know. hate yogurt land. Oh my god. And, like red mango or whatever else yes, there is red out mango. there. That's what it's yeah, called. So the, in those self-serve lines, because people are animals, uh-huh. like you got to get that last bit of like, you know, booger that's kind of hanging out. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> that yogurt booger. Uh-huh. And like people take their finger and just swipe it. What? Like underneath there. So you're getting, as, I've as, never as, our, seen as our friend this in my Sarah life. would say, who also hates it just as much, finger yogurt. <laughs> ah! She calls yogurt land finger yogurt. Wait, this is a common is. thing? I've, I have literally no yes, idea. <laughs> yes. And I remember seeing it the first time being like, well, good thing I'm not getting that flavor. But then you start, like, then, then that image is burnt into your mind. And you're oh. like, finger yogurt. This is disgusting. And that's what, that, that's why I can't handle it. So if I do get oh, Froyo, I'm down with like, Pinkberry because they keep all that stuff behind that's glass. That's true. You know, yeah. only only the only the employees can do the finger yogurt. <laughs> you know, you know, it, it kind of it kind of lessens the sample of the population that that sure. the fingers are getting interacted with <laughs> oh by yogurt. Boy. It's only like maybe tops three people, uh, three uh, three of the teenagers that work at at Pinkberry. <laughs> um, you know, so my chances of contracting something you know, hep C or something oh, is, god. <laughs> oh, a lot, god. is a lot less than going to finger yogurt land well good news for me i have not been to froyo to a froyo place in a while so uh now i will never go again <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, god anyway the, the thing be is, careful I'm out there i'm sure in newport they don't serve themselves because that would be oh yeah that's you know just uh blasphemous yeah and they grind up pistachios and <laughs> Cream them into cream them into sure they cream them into only the finest only the finest <laughs> only the finest creams in the OC. Um, <laughs> well, uh, going back to going She's back blackout. to Marissa's blackout. <laughs> Let's get back blackout. to Let's more important things. Uh, Teens blackout. <laughs> she is blackout. And what the worst part about it is, we see Summer and her drunk friend. Everybody's drunk drove her back to her house which is like a no-no very dangerous and marissa's unconscious she's literally blacked she's passed out and they just leave her on her front porch or like in her driveway and they, then leave. they try they try to find the keys <laughs> very like, loosely like look into the ah uh, they're not here yeah. oh, whatever bye <laughs> but uh luckily for marissa Ryan comes to her rescue and, you know, just sweeps her from the concrete 
and takes her. Uh, does he take her to her house or does he take no, her to the, the pool, pool house? Oh, the pool house, right? The pool house. That's right. Which is like the entire time you're just having like this just intense like, oh, no, don't like Julie Cooper. Don't walk out with your pistachio. You always <laughs> see him touching her. Yeah. And then yeah. when they're in the pool house, you're like, oh, uh, don't let anyone walk in. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> so weird Get out. Uh, it's very suspenseful but they make it look very beautiful like she's she's like drunk and passed out but she just looks like this angel of a lady it's very very dramatic but yeah next morning comes around next morning comes just around. nothing Ooh. but a marissa imprint in the bed oh did something else happen well yeah she it? she does leave she's not there anymore yeah, she gone but i forget i forgot that Kirsten finds out that the boys are drunk. Oh, yeah, still drunk, right? Still drunk. Yeah. Seth's got the black eye from the fight. Yes. Oh, and she uh, she Oh is. no, I think it's Ryan. I think Ryan has a black eye. Oh, wait, I thought it was Seth. I thought Maybe Seth they had both a black do. <laughs> Jeez, it was so long ago. So Seth. Long ago. <laughs> we haven't watched this since 2003, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, she is livid because these boys are just late, uh, didn't show up, are still drunk. Seth is like, uh, clearly she's just coddling Seth because he's never done this before and she's just beside herself. She doesn't know what to do. And I think this kind of cements in her head that Ryan needs to go back home and they need to find his mom or his guardian. Heartbreaking. (laughs) Heartbreaking. Kirsten, I think, was starting to really like him. And then, you know, this happened and and, and she's just very disappointed, um, which sucks. Yeah. Sucks well, I mean, from her perspective, she's coming from this, you know, this Newport world mm-hmm. where, you know, parents have this inherent ability to always take care of their, you know, children's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and, and she's like, he has a mother. Yeah. He, he should just go back home. Like he's doing this like because he's throwing a tantrum and running away, right? Yeah. Like she yep. doesn't quite get the depth of it yet. Yet. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, <laughs> we'll she see. doesn't get it yet. She doesn't get it yet. Uh, poor Ryan made breakfast for the family and doesn't even eat it because he's got to ship out. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, she, you know, Kirsten kicks him out, although she does look very guilty when she's doing it. So I don't think she's 100% happy about this. Oh, yeah, the breakfast cuts it nice and deep. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're Ooh. kicking me out. Oh, I did this really nice thing for you. Oh, I also brought you, you know, a bone. OJ, a bone. <laughs> Here's a bone. Here's a bone. I fetched it. <laughs> Cut this bone for you. You know, Ryan has to say goodbye to Seth, and they hug, and it's another nice bromant. Oh, yeah, because it's like, it's Seth's, like, first real bro. Yeah. Right? It's the yeah. first, uh, you know, kid he can connect with. Yep. And he gives he even gives him a sailing map, because they talked about sailing earlier in the episode. Oh. It's very sad. Ryan, because he's, you know, uh, a man of few words, just kind of, like, smacks Seth with the map, like, hey, you're going to be okay, you know? Uh, which is very sweet. We see Sandy uh, driving Ryan away in the car. Uh, the 87-hour drive to <laughs> Chino. <laughs> As we've established, the 87-hour <laughs> drive to Chino. Uh, Ryan looks wistfully at Marissa out the car window and sees Luke coming to pick her up for school, as yeah, he always does. Window montage. And things are back 
to how they're quote unquote supposed to be. So we're back in Chino, everybody. Ryan finds his house empty <laughs> with just a note what? from his mom. She's abandoned him and only left a note. The entire apartment is empty. Like she'd spent a day or two like packing everything up. This is mind blowing. The whole thing is empty. Yeah. Like it's th- crazy. Yeah. Th- like there's not even any like garbage really anywhere. No. Like just no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Like, yeah. For somebody who doesn't have their shit together <laughs> to like really get organized and like that short amount yeah, of time. A- anytime that I've moved, it takes at least a month and a half <laughs> to like, you gotta, you gotta ask friends if they got any extra boxes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe she just sold all of it. I don't know. Maybe maybe garbage people are really good at, <laughs> at getting rid of all their belongings in a very fast turnaround. Um, but yeah, he sees this note. We don't read it, but we just kind of assume what it says. It probably says, you're, you're poop. Um, yeah. You know, you're poop son. <laughs> See you later. You ran away. I'm going to run away too. You ran away. <laughs> I'm going to run away on my even bigger BMX bike. <laughs> oh, that'd be great if she like got a, a larger BMX bike and bought her son a small one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, anyway, he's abandoned. He has no parents now. Um, luckily, you know, Sandy is kind of it. Kind of figures like he, you know, he's a public defender. He's probably seen a couple of these mm-hmm. these things before. You know, yeah. he's also he is he is Ryan Atwood. Sandy mm-hmm. Sandy Cohen was Ryan Atwood, yeah. so he knows. All right. This is a possibility. Walks in, knocks on the door. House is empty. House is empty. Make beautiful eye contact with one another. And then they go. We. It is understood that they're going back to Newport. (laughs) Things will never be the same. Going, going back, back back to Newport, Newport. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and and then it just you know you're like oh is this gonna end sad? But you're just like. Hey, yeah, it was it was actually pretty sad. It was really but sad. Really you get sad. to go back to Newport, yeah. man. The stories are just gonna keep coming, you guys. Yes, uh, oh, they're and gonna so, be great. Thus ends the, this beautiful pilot. <sighs> um, you know, uh, I feel like we did a play-by-play yes. here, but it was only necessary to introduce all of these magnificent characters. Yes, yes, um, yes. Just absolutely fantastic i mean you know um, the pilot is a play-by-play that's just what it is yeah and yeah. so we just wanted to go through it with you guys and kind of interject about froyo and you know this is this is what it's about we're here to bro down <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> you guys are gonna know us so well <laughs> by it's gonna the be end. next level yes yeah we're gonna yes. be best friends everyone i can't wait uh <laughs> for sure yes um on you know the next few episodes uh, we'll be having some guests yes. uh, to hear. We want to hear people's perspectives on how much they love the show. Yes, and um, if they even haven't even seen an episode before, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just hearing their perspectives. We want to share in the love no matter how, you know, deep or veiled or fake it may be. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many good shows out there, guys. This is just one of the many that we enjoy. But this is one of the many that is the most fun to enjoy unironically specifically for its drama and cheesiness which i think brings us to some guilty pleasures <gasps> yes let's talk about first of all the most your most favorite bad thing about this episode like the thing that was really bad yes. but that you were like 
I really like this, despite it being either really cheesy or really contrived or really dramatic. I think, uh, can I go first? Go first, please. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to need some time to brew over here. That's totally fine. My favorite bad part of this episode is uh, <laughs> Jimmy Cooper's syrupy performance, <laughs> like, and how he's just so having a breakdown like every moment that he's on screen is just him like losing it because it's it's always a little over the top and always a little bit too much but I, I think it's just fantastic yeah okay I, I, I would have to say I would agree definitely with that um my moment that I feel like is a bit overdone is <laughs> the is the teen party like intro where they're playing like all American le rejects like people messing around yeah. in bedrooms <laughs> you know everyone's waiting for the bathroom or in the hallway or on the stairs yep. and, and then and then being in the OC they're on the beach clearly obviously there's a bonfire yeah, roaring of course there's a keg somewhere <laughs> like every single element like the checklist of teen fantasy party is yep. has all been completely filled yeah and um, just overly exaggerated. Like bare skin, yeah. like boobies everywhere. <laughs> boobies bo everywhere. Bo boobies and booties <laughs> everywhere. Like just everything about it is you absolute. I mean, and, and it's fantastic, but it's sure. just so, so overly done. Uh, way overly done. <laughs> overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, a hundred percent agree with that too. Um, well, now that we've talked about the episode, let's get into some guilty. Pleasures. Yes, yes, since we're going to be real shameful about real here. Shameful. Shameless, I guess shameless. we say. Shameless. Shame definitely shameless. Shameless. We're but promoting these things. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that we feel sure. slightly strange about. Um, yeah, ladies first, of course. Okay, great. Um, mine is um, <laughs> mine is the uh, Archie and Jughead reboots. Uh, they, oh. yeah, Archie, uh, it just underwent very recently, um, like fall of last year, uh, actually maybe summer of last year, um, it just underwent a reboot, brand new stories, brand new writers and illustrators, and it's, they're both fantastic. Archie is very much like teen drama type, you know, like the love triangle between Betty and Veronica. They're still in high school. Like he's still the same hapless old Archie that he's always been. Um, but it's like modernized and it's like snappier and quicker and funnier uh, than like the old comics. And yes, I used to read the old Archie comics. Um, it's just so fun and like such a weird little piece of nostalgia that they're like, they're like back now and uh, I'm still reading them and still enjoying them. And uh, Jughead is also great because he like falls asleep in every issue and like goes on like imaginary adventures where he like travels back through time and is like either a pirate or like uh, uh, in a robot world where he has to like fight this like you know, mechanical dragon. And it's like just super fun and fanciful and just like really, really delightful. Uh, so that's, that's, that's my nothing weird to be shamed about. Oh, I'm not ashamed. This is shameless. This is yes. a shameless pleasure. I'm fantastic. promoting. I I highly encourage everybody to go out and get uh, Archie and Jughead. They're great. And the drawings are great. Um, yep. So that's mine. What's yours, Ryan? Um, so, 
Wow. So, so I had a little bit of time to think. Um, I definitely have to say office supplies. Oh, great. Like going to a Staples or like an Office Max or something. Like just something about getting new, like fresh office supplies. Uh-huh. I take so much joy in. And not only that, but like making sure that I have everything. So it, this is actually my bag right here. Oh, nice. And I carry around. I'm an adult man. Uh-huh. And I carry around like I a bag I can verify of, that. I, I am. I'm an adult <laughs> man. I promise. I'm not a ghost. Um, I, I carry jelly pens around with oh me. Oh, my gosh. Like, and I have actually, here, listen to this. Ryan's. I have his, I'm unzipping my, yeah. my jelly pen pouch here. But I have glitter and like regular, like like in the metallic oh ones. Oh, my gosh. That's right? great. Right? Because you never know like when you're going to be stuck on a train or <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> somewhere where you're going to need these. And I swear to God, I don't use them like, like, at, like, like for any functional purpose aside from just being like, Oh, I, I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need to draw right now, uh, yeah. just while I'm sitting here and killing time. I mean, why like, not? If I'm if I'm in a staff meeting, I mean, I throw these out. I don't care if it if it breaks my credibility. Like, <laughs> I love office supplies so much, and I love keeping them fresh. So this is actually. Like this, this pair is probably six months old, but I also keep around post-it notes. Oh, that's the so, oh, best. So this is Delcro. Oh my gosh. By the way, um, and so I keep post-it notes so you can play, um, like that. Like I call it Guess Who, but I, I you know, where where you like, if if you're if you're bored somewhere, you know, and you don't, you don't got anything else to do, uh-huh. don't you just start playing games with your friends, right? Oh yeah, of or random strangers, yeah. right? You just write it. You will know. It's like where you write Here's a, a name. jelly pen. Please Here's play jelly, with me. Je- what color? What's your favorite color? Um, like just the the office supply store. The guilty pleasure is just office supplies. Yep. Um, Thank you for joining us here um, on the Bro C podcast. We're very excited to go through the entire series of the OC. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we'll have some guests for you next week. Um, and for the rest of the series, if you're interested in interacting with us, which we fully encourage, uh, we are at Brock. Pod B R O C P O D on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, we're also brockpod at tumblr.com. So check all the media outlets. We're gonna be posting really stupid things, and yeah. um, maybe possibly you know uh, an on brocation, yeah, uh, on location for those of you that you know. <laughs> Aren't familiar with the slang slang. We'll be introducing (laughs) a lot of slang. There will, you know what? Maybe we'll have a dictionary. We'll have a a glossary. A a, brocationary. No, a a glossary. Yeah. A a brocery. No, none of these work. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, So yeah, check us out on the social media for fun photos and silly stuff. And if you want to email us. Yeah, Brock, Brockpod. Brockpod at Gmail. Brockpod at Gmail. Please, uh, if you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, if you uh, have a guilty pleasure, or I'm sorry, a shameless pleasure, uh, just let us know. Uh, we're here to hear you out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, if, if you hated, you know, the episode, yeah. uh, give us another chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's our first time doing this. It's our so. first time doing this. You know? Please bear with us. Uh, but but we, we absolutely love this show. Um, our goal for this is to get other people to love it just as much. Yes. Um, and if not even just for that, it's for us to enjoy watching the entire series again. Absolutely. Because it is so incredibly amazing. Yes. Well, on that note, uh, thank you for joining us. And we will see you next time on The Brosee. <laughs>